Welcome to Season 9, Episode 16 of the Young Hearts Run Free Podcast. This is the one you've been waiting for. It's just me, John Cassidy and Stevie Boy. No guest, just a pair of us. I'll be <laughs> talking about this news. <laughs> doing shit and sawdust, it's what we do best, baby. How you doing, Stephen? <laughs> I am good, John. How are you? I'm very well. I'm, well, I'm on the mend. I had a wee fall, but I'm on the mend and I'm, I'm getting there. But I'm delighted. A uh, couple of things to be saying uh, to our listeners. First one's a massive thank you to people who have fed back to us about our most recent, I'm going to say episodes, not just last week's with Nicky Spinks, which has landed really well. A massive coup for us to be speaking to somebody of that status we never did an intro because we just went right into let's just get this out there live with nikki didn't we but we really really appreciated nikki's time and of obviously the contribution of emma stewart for putting us all together Stephen, didn't we we did it was um aye, i don't know if it was for emma's role in it all that it wouldn't have quite happened so big thanks and gratefulness for for emma the agent yep another feather to her cat um, but we've also got to say thank you as well there's been some fantastic feedback from episodes that we Alan McCall, we John O'Donnell people are really tapping into that so thank you everybody that's got in touch about that we should also give a wee plug for the Unawards 2023 which are they went live this week for people's nominations for thoughts and contributions we've already had some Belters, shall we say, of contributions that are all going to feed in. But when are we thinking about closing that forum, Stephen? Well, I think we we need to pull it all together. And, you know, it's quite a production on awards. I'm pretty sure you're aware behind the scenes. So we, John and I need a wee bit of R&D time mm. yes. to, to spend on it. So I'm thinking, John, Monday. Yes, we can close it on Monday, and Monday will be the 18th of December. So we'll close yeah. it, at close a play. So we'll so we'll close a play for us is about nine o'clock at night. That's when we go to our bed. All right. That's so when John gets his grilled toast, cheese roaster, cheese oh. roaster, cheese toast. Is it is it toasted cheese or roasted cheese? That's a um, whole big debate, actually. Toasted toasted cheese in the what domain? Wee bit Worcestershire sauce in it. If you're that way inclined. And potentially a wee bit spring onion if there's any lying about in your fridge. A cheese roaster. Cheese, aye. Well, I am a roaster. That's mm. guaranteed, Stevie. Boy. Anyway, we're closing the unaward nomination survey forum on Monday the 18th at Close a Play. So it'll be open till midnight. And then on Tuesday, John and I will spend hours agonising over... What is the headline topics? It'll be harsh. Def- definitely. And it's a healthy debate. There's food, there's drink, there's all that sort of stuff involved during our deliberations. Oh, aye, you're right. There is big tubs <laughs> of celebration in the middle of us. Mm. John tanning all the Maltesers. <laughs> and then. <laughs> leaving me all the bounties. 
And then we've got the actual uh, unawards ceremony, which will be coming to you. It's when we do a live video recording. We did last year and it went down quite well. It was. I love so, that video recording. It keeps me a wee warm glow. <laughs> Ruined so, the fire. So the unawards are open for you to contribute to. So please get, as I say about here, get tore in. Mm-hmm. Let us, Ken, let us, Ken, your thoughts. Someone please else that, mm. yes, please do. Someone else that's happening, and it's almost, actually, probably literally, when this goes live, mm-hmm. halfway through, Markathon 2023. That is absolutely, we're all kind of more than halfway through. If you're mm-hmm. doing Markathon, I know a few of you have been in touch and you've been tagging us on your socials, but keep on doing it and hope you're hanging in there. Yeah. We're getting to the nippy bit now, aren't we? Just that over halfway and you've done brilliant. You're still in. You've done brilliant to get that time every single day. Um, But it's a busy period coming up next week. It's definitely a busy period for a lot of people. Um, So stick with it. And uh, yeah. And keep that going. Oh, exactly, man. And this could be the time to pull your buff buff out. If you have not used it yet, this could be when you need it most. And although we're moving away from a jobby under the weave season, it's not quite fully departed the scene yet. So I always watch, because that could be your marathon or mm. you hit a leaf, there's a hidden jobby, you're on your ears, you're out of marathon. So remain for John. Games of bogey. And that's pretty much what happened to me, wee bit of ice. Although it's, it's thawed out a wee bit now, but you never know what's going to be coming in. So, no. yeah, then you put your car keys in your back pocket. No, no, unless you want an imprint on your backside. So, there that you, go. you got your BMW imprint. <laughs> no, it's not a BMW, man. <laughs> Nothing like that. So, um, Markathon is there. People yeah. are out there enjoying it. Fantastico. Now, the main part of our conversation this week is going to focus on Stevie Boy. Stevie Boy and guests that he's and pals that he's made. Fair cast. It is a fair cast as well. But what we're wanting to what I want to know about is how things have been because for those sorry, for those who maybe this is your first listen, Stevie Boy is a marathon. Stevie Boy is a marathon (laughs) he's a marathon veteran. He has five stars to his name of the six majors, right? He has, <laughs> I'm getting handsome. What do say about that? Well, let's do it now then. Let's just do it now. So, run and rant. We've got time for a run and rant. 100% we have. Let's do marathon it. Marathon majors, Abbott World Marathon majors, right? Then you shoot yourself on the foot now. I'm no. I'm I'm no. I'm on the precipice, John. <laughs> you want me to say something horrible about them? Fuck it. Email film this week. Stephen, you're amazing. I can. Why do you not join our VIP Gold Club? Oh. Hey, well, click the link and be a founding member. I like being a founding member. Right, click the link. What does that give me? Oh, a wee maybe a wee t-shirt or whatever, a buff, a sticker, kind of your usual pish crap promo that you put out there. And then an extra few draws, and an extra few entries in the hat of their major marathon draws. 
Yeah, mm. I think that that's meant to be the big ticket item. Yeah, to increase your chances of getting into your sixth star match. Oh, it's going to it's going to be about thirty-five quid per annum. What? It is. It's an annual thing, so it's per year, two hundred and seventy-nine US dollars per year. So you're subscribing. You've got we've got one star left to get. So it's, it's to me, it's just like cash grab. It's like ah, uh, this is disappointing. I know. So anyway, Julie signed up. <laughs> <laughs> Give me three of them. <laughs> I've triple signed up, um, uh, and I've just used the Young Hearts Run Free Slush Fund to pay for it. So <laughs> be alright. Eh? But no, I think that that is appealing to people who are not me. Hmm. Aye. This is the first I've become aware of that. I suppose you didn't maybe didn't get that email till you've hit five, mm. and then they know you're desperate. They know you're desperate, eh? Aye, maybe I don't know three, four, five. I don't know. I only got it because I got I got five, and it was almost like, oh, who's this? This a wee opportunity mm. to get the, mm. the land of the rising sun. So yeah, I'll no bother. I'll take my chances in other ways. Abbott, thank you all. Yeah. Yeah, very much appreciate the uh, communication with Stevie Boy. Um, we'll speak about that. Can but we also can speak then? Ram it. N- n- can we also speak about um, a potential seventh star on the horizon too? You can. But you've opened the, we've opened the door to a different avenue than was on the agenda. But mm. it's pretty well documented on social media that there's a... Um, going to be a seventh world marathon major and the candidate cities I think have been kind of well in a wee sort of virtual foot race um yeah it looks like Sydney has won out do you think it was a warm ball in the pot I don't know man. maybe the Abbott folk were fancying a wee John or a Sydney mm. and got wind and dined and mm-hmm. Oh. I'd be kind of like envelope, brune envelopes everywhere. I've I've the intention of going for currently the six majors, but see if I had the six, I think I'd be a wee bit kind of region if I had it on the seventh. You know, you've yeah. invested a lot to get the six. You have. However, I've heard now I'm no any kind of authority on this, right? Yeah. But I've heard that. It's still the world six, but you day six or the seven. Ah, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll change it so that they can get the folk who've already got a six to get a seven star medal. Aye. Anyway, Aye. that but is. What kind of what kind of world do we live in when we're saying to folk, we've got seven now, but you've only got the six of them? What kind of world is that, man? Because for That's me. Just... For me, that kept all the football stickers, Panini, when I was a bairn, I'm filming that book, Stevie Boy. Every single one, you know? That's like all the folk who have got every buff. Well. You some, wouldn't want to miss a buff. Oh, you wouldn't. And if you have missed a buff and you've, you've not got your summer buff buff, some summer, are available. Summer, autumn, winter range. Yeah, summer there. So, anyway, as you... If this is your first listen, this is what it's like. This is how, this is how we roll here at Young Arts Run Free. We started off talking about, um, or I was going to be talking about, 
your trip across to Espana. But let's set the scene. Let's set the scene for those people who maybe haven't listened or okay. who just love listening to us. Both. We'll cover both camps. Um, we'll, cover, we'll cover both of them. <laughs> yes. Talk to us about your your situation pre-Chicago. Where was your Where was your body? Pre-Chicago, I was um, I hampered hampered by ongoing Achilles injuries, soreness, Achilles tendonitis, mm-hmm. and I managed to scrape my way onto the start line at Chicago. Um, with the help of some physio mm-hmm. and a wee bit of biting, gritting the teeth to get some reasonable miles in to the legs before Chicago. And I was over the moon with how Chicago went in the end. Yeah. Um, and and that was that was cool. And then I had a wee bit of a recovery time after Chicago, a um, couple of weeks, you no, know, just but in the came okay, I, I was running but just when no any came just for the love of it you did do that yeah. enough by the way but i don't sometimes you know it's just let's run for the love of it so i had a couple of weeks where i was just doing that and i was thinking oh i'm feeling all right achilles aren't they feeling any worse than they were before chicago and i was still doing my heel raises and all that to try and aid their recovery and they were feeling pretty neat so mm-hmm. Um, I'd already been aware of a return trip proposition to Malaga, which was a race that I'd done in 2022, Malaga Marathon. Um, and me being liking to miss out, was thinking, I'll, I'll book the flights, book the flights, I'll be in for the accommodation, but I'll maybe no throw my hat quite in for the running part. I thought I could just go and just be be that guy. <laughs> we should say, should say, for maybe one of our most emotional episodes thus far, season nine, episode seven tells you all you need to know about Stevie Boy's Chicago adventure. So, go, if you haven't, go back and it's one of our most listened to episodes of this season. So, go oh, back. Epic go back. adventure that we're on. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. But um, yeah, that so, was it. That was it. The end of the first week in October. Aye, 8th so October was Chicago. Yeah. Um, and then the Malaga Marathon was last Sunday, so 10th of December. Is that right? Sounds about right to me. Aye, 10th yeah. of December. So what was there? Nine weeks, I think, between them? Eight or nine weeks in there. So uh, what, so weeks. recover. So let's talk about this, break this down a wee bit. Recovery from Chicago. Hmm? Um, you had the Achilles issue in both legs prior oh, yep. to, to going to Chicago. How was post-Chicago, two or three weeks after, how were you? All right. Yeah. All right. Pretty good. Pretty pretty buzzing and happy with how Chicago went and happy with how the body was feeling. So it was a case of then saying, right, I've got, I remember fortnight after Chicago saying, right, if I'm doing Malaga, I'll need to commit to it. And I'm saying I'm going to hear seven week sort of consistent running block yeah. to, to, to try and the endeavour was to try and improve on the time in Chicago but also improve on how I was feeling towards the end because mm-hmm. in Chicago it was hanging tough yeah 
I like wanted that. to try and be a little bit more in control of things in the latter stages. So it's like that lack of long training runs that gives you not just your body that physical endurance, but your mind that mental fortitude and resilience, you know, and confidence. So yeah, I was feeling good to go to do, to, 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 to do that. Going to plant a wee side seed here. If you've not done it already, think about a song for the end of this episode because you mentioned hanging tough there, so that's currently my earworm. So if you just, we'll move on, we'll move on with that. But have a wee think about a song if anything's happened for you over the last week or so with Malaga. Now, what about even prep for Chicago, post Chicago, prep for Malaga? Talk to me about strength and conditioning. What's changed for you? I'm still no awfully disciplined at doing it. But, but what are you doing? Well, I was doing the heel raising thing and I was doing uh-huh. um, my hamstring strengthening, or probably a watered down version of it mm-hmm. that Johnny Kilpatrick at Physio Affected had, had given me. But probably if Johnny had a video of me doing it, he'd be like that. Why are you missing out that in, mate? I but then we do that. Just be honest. Just be honest. Full disclosure. <laughs> but but we do that as well, though, don't we? You know, you're if you're following a a mirror in a YouTube video, sometimes your legs don't go where the other folk, the supple do folk, go. You know do what they, I mean? So through the hell. Like it's like pull pull. Pull your leg up here, whereas I'm like hooking a finger inside my sock and pulling it up, that kind of thing. But what about swimming? You still swimming? Aye, I've I've been doing the swimming. I've been doing once or twice a week swims. And I think in my head I'm going, that's doing me good. Because when I'm doing it, I'm thinking this is an absolute beggar. Fucking shite. Mm-hmm. But then before it and after, I'm thinking, all right, actually need to be doing that because it's good but what's the what's just like for somebody that doesn't swim i'm not talking about me although i didn't i can swim but i didn't regularly yeah what's what's the benefit you're getting the cardio you're no it's non-load bearing is that that it yeah just just call it for me that's the crux of it cross training isn't it yeah yeah and there's also it's kind of full body as well so so you're getting Aye, and and being able to swim for you know forty minutes or so, non-stop, and you know do front crawl, freestyle, mm. whatever that's called, is I I had to build up to doing that. You know, to start off with it was like five minutes, then hey, you know thirty second break, and then go again, mm. and wishing the five minutes away when you're doing it, and just getting like running, just getting more comfy, being in the zone, and and being yeah. able to just find your sweet spot. I suppose uh, it's a bit like it's a bit like doing your couch to 5k in it you build up you build up and then you build up and then eventually yeah. it becomes and then you get into all the etiquette of how to share a lane with others and folk oh. touching your feet well, <laughs> I was quite excited the first time a boy touched my feet aye I but then he was, pong, was he pong you back well that's, <laughs> that's the wee signal to say out the way slow coach <laughs> that's you doing your practicing your tumble turns and all that at the end of, end of a length 
So he master those bad boys. But no, the swimming, it feels a wee bit like a necessary evil getting, you know. But at the same time, the more you get into the swing of it and do it, the more comfortable it starts getting. It's just, it's just boring. But then swimmers will say the same about running. So Of course. I, yeah. Of course. But but do you believe, I'm sorry, then do you believe that's unfair to me to ask that? What's your thoughts on how it's helped you with training for running? Yeah, I think it, it's, uh, so normally, John, I'd be running six times a week with one rest day. Mm-hmm. So now I'm running four or five times a week and then swimming, sometimes cycling on the other two days. So still training, still doing something six days a week. Um, but th- th- you know, after the swimming, the body feels a bit rejuvenated. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, which then helps you build into preparing for your next run. Yeah, Brilliant. and, and so, so I hit this sort of seven week trying to do consistent training for seven weeks to, to get to Malaga feeling yeah. a wee bit more like myself. And mm-hmm. that that's that's how I did it. I did, you know, know as many miles as I would have done before. I think my longest mileage week on running was like, 44 miles, I think, was where mm-hmm. I peaked out. Um, but really just trying to put, string it string it together. Yeah. And, and then take that confidence for there. You mentioned that you signed up, oh, sorry, you booked the flights. Mm. When did you actually sign up to run the marathon? The week my Achilles got sale again immediately after I did it. <laughs> Maranoia kicking in just as soon as you book the, you book the Damn like that, right? Run. I think actually I do remember the date. It was the, I think the, the second of November or something like that because something came up on their social media to say there's going to be a price rise, <laughs> <laughs> a, a price rise at midnight, and I was like, that's ten euros mayor. All right, I better get signed up for that save myself 10 euros and I signed up for it, it was like the set I would say like it was in the beginning of November mm-hmm. that I signed up for it like the quite good these, the wee, these wee social media marketing nudges are really powerful aren't they can you be know? be careful with that too dear listeners this time of year everybody's oh. wanting you to sign up for everything for 2024 set your goals achieve your dreams you know sign up now early bird send your cash <laughs> give your money Gave your dog. Early burn. Yeah. Yeah. trail race is now open. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I signed up. That's when I signed up. Just just actually before the chili race. And Mm. then what I did, John, was the week of the chili, I did a couple of reckeys of the route. And I did a bit more elevation that week, almost inadvertently, just because of activities mm-hmm. that was then where I'd been avoiding elevation and then the week after that the pain in my Achilles came back and the only thing that I did different was was day mere elevation, elevation. and yeah. I probably looked back at it now and went I've done too big a jump in my elevation and it's like if you do too big a jump in your mileage yeah. you know you're you're increasing your injury you risk yeah. you get and it was that and I was able to nip it in the bud by simmering doing my elevation the week after and the Achilles pain kind of went again mm-hmm. uh, also doing my heel raises as I've tried to make a customary part of my daily routine and I think what we, well 
I think for a while, certainly hopefully it's still the case. Is it a habit now, here razors? Is it embedded? Well, I'm hearing a wee bit of time off, then. Of course you will be post-marathon, yeah. yeah. Aye. Malaga Marathon, what's the sort of numbers of runners? Oh, um, so I think, so there's a half marathon and marathon on the same day, and it's a mass start for them both. Okay. Um, Because that was on the 2nd of November when I signed up, I was like that. I could just do the half. There was a few people that I knew who were going over who were just doing the the, the the half. And I was thinking, if I'm no fully recovered for Chicago, I could still go and do the trip and just do the half. And then mm. I seen that the half medal was half the size oh. of the marathon medal. And They're I'm no like, daft. They're no daft. No, and I'm like, no. I'm no sitting there on Sunday afternoon with one of these wee toy medals. Mm. And there's folk around me got the biggie. So I went I went for the full. So there's a half and full on the same day. And it's um I noticed this year after the event they said that they'd hit ten thousand participants for the first time. So I'm assuming that is over the half and full. That's all in. Yeah. yeah. And That's I'd still, say yeah. probably the majority of people are doing the half. You know what though? See, and I, I don't know if people have even thought about doing this. A lot of people, I know a lot of people do this. A city break, which is what you've done. A city break and th- throw in a run as well and a half marathon is perfect. It's magnificent. Mm, I, I, I know. We also like I'm on the tourist board for Andalusia. Mm, but okay. a lot of folk, yes, but a lot of folk, we said this last year, a lot of folk land in Malaga. And then you see Malaga, they go elsewhere, because it's, it's one of these hubs, isn't it? That you land yeah. there and then you shoot off wherever you want to go. Yeah, the cost but, is. but it's a phenomenal city. Missing a, you're missing a trick if you didn't go into, if you didn't visit Malaga City after flying into Malaga. Mm-hmm. You're missing a, a trick. Also, tip. Yeah. When you get a taxi to Malaga City Centre, there's a train that's at the door of the airport, and it's a quid fifty to get in the Quid fifty. You know this Heathrow Express, thirty five quid. Non- Stevie Boy's travelogue. It is. Sign up for Patreon content. Go to the Patreon content. Save yourself a fortune. <laughs> you know, Stevie's got vouchers for all the food tours and all that. Carry vouchers on. coming out my ears. So yeah, great place. But ten thousand people and. Interesting statistic that I took away as well. Of those ten thousand people, seventy percent of them foreign visitors. Brilliant. That's a great, what a great job then the tourism people of that area have done to bring these people in. An absolute um, melting pot. Yes. What's the streets of Malaga like though? Can they cope okay with ten thousand people skulking Ab- about? Absolutely. The streets are boulevards. <laughs> Palm tree lined boulevards. Okay. And especially for the half marathon route, I must say, because it, things get a wee bit narrower later on in the marathon route. But by then, the field's that well dispersed that yeah. you're no running shoulder to shoulder by any stretch. And the, um, the half marathon, where it is busier, finishes whilst the streets are still wider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And. Elevation? Is it a hilly one or flatting? It's no, it's no hilly. 
I wouldn't say it was hilly, but it's got a couple of bumps. Um, I think it's got 400 and something foot of climb in it all. So to Over say 26 that, miles? Aye, yeah, yeah. So it's like hillier than London Marathon, mm-hmm. say, marginally. And but, so it's, but, it's not, but there's a couple of bumps, most noticeably for me, later on in the race. It feels that, you know, miles sort of 19, 20, 21, 22, I've got a few wee drags yeah drags yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that can kind of punish heavy legs last well, couple of miles i'm doing how though ah gliding didn't they finish definitely fantastic so i know it's, it's a nice route there's a, you run round well you run past the half marathon and finish i think we spoke about that last year that's a bit of a pain in the pisser because there's yeah. a funnel that goes 21k, 42k. Do you know, there's a wee signpost. You're like, every sinew, your head's going, batter doing that 21k, Stevie boy. It'll be fine. Nobody will say anything. <laughs> You'll be all right. <laughs> the you temptation. Could be, you could be in the pub in 10 minutes' time. Exactly. You know? but, so but that's you, a bit of a head. Aye, but then your heart is saying... We never signed up for that, end, Stevie boy. We didn't want a wee chocolate medal. We're going all the way around here. All the way around. So, aye, so, yeah, that's a bit of a... Aye. Uh, yeah, but you know in advance that that's what's happening. So. Yeah, yeah. How how were you feeling pre-race? Feeling all right. Pretty um, niggle-free. Um, it was the usual kind of, oh, my right hamstring's clawing away, getting... Mm. You know, and it's like, is it or is it a mind playing tricks or whatever like that? But I'd kind of, I tried to do up until the previous weekend, keep my sort of mileage up, and then just had a, a sort of smallish taper all a week. So I was feeling, yeah, okay. On the Saturday morning, we got there on the Friday night. On the Saturday morning, they do what they call the break fast run, yeah, mm-hmm. which is. Very Monday, good. five euros to run in the break fast run and you get a t-shirt and a wee bit of scran at the end five euros okay. five euros man that's brilliant man and it's a nice t-shirt and how many folk rock up to that is there plenty but about a thousand i think it was that's fantastic man and brilliant. it was ended up I mean, I was complaining because it was 2.6 miles wasn't it 5k at all it was like give me my five euros back <laughs> <laughs> but it was good because we met up with other folk that we knew were, were going to be there so let's do that man you mentioned already you used some people that were that were going across and then i think once you revealed on here that you were going across other people came mm-hmm. to the fore and they were saying oh i'm doing that i know so let's let's talk about some of the folk i know that you Local friends of yours, John and Franco, were heading over, weren't they? Are we talking, like, headline results? Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. John Gasparini and Frank McGaffney, two long-time pals, Feochterarder, five-star run club members, and um, now a comfy sub-four marathoners. Um, John had managed to get to his sub-four goal earlier on in Manchester the magic happened for you John um, but just by a smidge um, mm-hmm. whereas 
John run a 340 on Sunday and loved loved it and yeah. run a controlled superb race. Um, and Frank had previously missed out on his sub four quest at London um, just by a smidge. Frank ran 343 on Sunday. So brilliant. A plus. plus Absolutely plus. fantastic. Yeah. And I could see from both of their the Stravas, man, in the social media posts, you can just feel the pride that they've got and the sense of achievement. So fantastic, awesome, mm-hmm. and beautiful. That's the words I would use to describe. And they were um, afterwards yeah. walking about quite rightly with their chests puffed out. Like the cock of the north, strutting about Malaga. Brilliant. Great, I, was, I was proud of them both. They've done and so really, you should really be. Well. So you should be. The whole, of the, the whole of the Langton should be proud of them. That's they absolutely are. fantastic. Yeah, they're yeah. getting the keys to the city, the Langton. <laughs> so that was two of your pals. Ah, and I was um, so travelling over with Jerry Healy and Paul Stoddart. Tell you what I'm talking about them, eh? They're apps. They're probably, they've got lots of menshies. So <laughs> anyway. Good guys. Good guys. They, um, Jerry was doing the full, Paul was doing the half. Um, the I think Jerry's had a magnificent run at the marathon and since he got his first sub three, mm-hmm. and um, he didn't quite get his sub three on Sunday. Okay. Um, but I think it would be fair to say that he would have learned more lessons on Sunday than he has in all his sub three efforts put together. Okay. Aye. So, okay. okay. It it was a warm day in paradise. How warm? Temperatures were rising. So it's a half past eight start. So at the start, beautiful morning, blue skies, no cloud in the sky, maybe 13, 14 degrees. No wind. So well, we actually we actually exchanged photographs on Saturday afternoon. When you, the only reason we exchanged photographs was you sent me a photo. I think it was of a rooftop coffee with a lovely blue sky. And I was I had currently just left Murray's with the Bakers in the Sioux Street. And it was kind of drich here. So um, yes. I, I was very, very jealous. But that might not always be the best conditions for a wee blue-bodied so, Scotsman to be running in. Well, especially when you've been doing all your training block and you know, sub zero, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it was it was warm. I, I suffered later on in the race. So as the morning progressed and you know it's getting to eleven o'clock and you're two and a half hours in and there was areas of the course where it was a real struggle to get some shade. Just oh, you because know, the topography and the, the buildings and such like. So um there was times where you were thankful for running in the shade of a building and I could tell then that no, I was needing to kind of up the hydration intake and feeling a wee bit of bleh. Yeah. So how were you hydrating? What were you doing? What were you using? Oh, I was, I tanned a bottle of active route kind of on the way to the start line and finished it just before race start and then after that was just using on course water. I didn't bother using their isotonic because um, I'd never had it before. It was a bit of a, it was unexpected, different brand for last year. And so I was like, ah, I'm not hearing it. So I was just going mm-hmm. with, with gels um, and salt tablets. 
Okay. We did. Salt tablets. Sweating like a sweater. Well, you do. You are a sweater when you run. You run fast. Yeah. Well, and I that's when I run slow, I'm a bit of sweater. But that's also one of the... It's a lesson you've learned, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know? There's been times when you've trying to improve how you run and salt tablets is one of the changes that, that you've made over the last few years. Yeah. But you, you mentioned about taking uh, the on-course water. Were you making sure you had it at every stop or were you just drinking the thirst? I was at the start just trying to make sure I had it at every stop but I soon realised and this is maybe a error that you get used used at majors, at the biggies in the cities, Ken, there's a water stop every mile almost. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, it's, it's mere like every three miles at Malaga and sometimes okay. nearer four just by the way they're spaced out. And sometimes they're using a bit of the course that overlaps so they're using the same water station. And it's, you know, I know mm-hmm. what it's like for organising the logistics of something, you know, maybe not as big as that, but you sometimes just take advantage. Um, so there was at times in the second half where I was feeling a bit parched and I was really right. quite thankful to see it. So I started, they were they had water and cups, but they were also handing out the bottles with lids on. So I started grabbing a bottle so that I had it in my hand and I, I was able to then take it more at my, as I needed that. Yeah. 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 Because it's important that, because it's, e- it's very easy to, for- to forget or to no notice that it is getting warmer. And we, we all can, we're going to get more tired. There's a, as the race progresses. Yeah. But sometimes you get you get caught up and you get caught beside or you're in a wee group of runners, you think I'm sticking with them, I'm sticking with them. They're actually going a wee bit faster than you might want to go. And you're dehydrating all the time. So it's just yeah. these things that but you know what, these are things that we learn and be hopefully And there was a couple of times away. that I grabbed a bottle of water and I think I've drank half of it and now I didn't need the other half and I would maybe offer it to somebody else running noon ruin me who was maybe kinking ah because it was getting that kind of, I think it, by the end of the race, it was 21, 22 mm. degrees, and but sun spot in the sky stuff. So, you know, I was just trying to be a good thoughtful. guy. Aye. And that's Aye. what we're all about, man. Look after each other out there, eh? Aye. Yeah, yeah. And gel-wise, I was, um, I, I was trying to do it every half hour. I had a gel on the start line. And then one at half an hour, one at an hour, one at an hour and a half, one at two hours. Intended to take one at two and a half hours and one at three hours. It's feeling too spewy. Couldn't they face them? Ah, again, that might be something to do with the heat and the energy ah, that you've expelled. But I was trying, I forced in the one at two hours, Ken, and fine. I was thinking to myself, I was taking it. I was like, this might be my last day because I'm, mm. you know, getting that way. It was probably two hours, five or ten, to be honest, because I think I remember seeing it two hours and I thought I should be taking that now. And I'm like, <laughs> Just put it off a wee bit. <laughs> Aye, but I did take it at about 2.10. It must have been, I don't okay. know, about mile 17 or something like that. Eight, I can't 18. Was it, sorry, did, was it your intention to take one at two and a half hours and you never? Yes. And did I had pay, one for three hours too. Did you pay the price for that? Probably. But I don't know because I maybe, I, I, I ran to the blue at around about 19 miles. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was convincing my, you know how you're like, I, I need a pee, right, I, do, I do need a pee, or is that my mind just telling me, take a pee, Stephen, that's a nice wee Aye, break. Just take a wee break, man. Aye. 
So I'd been fighting this urge to hear a pee for, you know, maybe about five, six miles. And at mile 19, I'm like, nah, I do need a pee. I'm going for a pee. And I went for a pee. And I also went, I could just spew as well at the same time here. <laughs> a pee spew. Yeah. Is that I, what happened? No, but I had a couple of years. <laughs> <shortly. laughs> and I'd, I'd no long taken my last gel at that point. I was remember thinking, I don't want to take another in. I've got seven and a half miles to go or something like that. Let's just, just, yeah. just let's just batter this out. <laughs> I've I've got to ask the question. Did you was it a good pee? Because sometimes that can just revitalise you, man. It was, and that's exactly what happened. I felt I did pee, and then I was like, ah, yeah, I was needing a pee. Your, mm. your mind wasn't saying take a rest. And, and really you literally, you, you literally feel lighter and refreshed. Aye. And you get to go again. Brilliant. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. It was one of those cool. sensational peas. One of so, my favourite peas ever. <laughs> so getting into the last, you mentioned seven miles. That's getting to, well, you've mentioned already, the sun's splitting the sky, it's getting hot. The water's no on every mile. How was the the finish? Because you went to Malaga, see you went, went to Malaga last year. What was your yeah. intention last year? I was trying, yeah, I was going for sub three. Uh-huh. And I, I remember I had a hamstring issue before it and my hamstring kind of gave me feedback about 10 miles in to say, go the race on. Mm-hmm. And I had to then kind of just pull it back and kind of just hang on to it and kind of walk some of the wee braids that I was on about because I felt yep. like my hamstring was going into a spasm and stuff. So last year, I actually looked at my time last year. It was three hours, 23 minutes and change. Um, I want to say 3.23.15 last year. But last year, I ran the first half in an hour and 30 because I'd went out with intent mm-hmm. and then started tailing off around about 10 miles. And But I ran the second half last year in one hour 53. Yeah. So kind of 23 minutes difference um, and I was determined to run it more comfy this year mm-hmm. um, but I still went out too fast it's hard not to it's hard not to you've got to be a very very disciplined person to stick to your your plan of going a wee bit slower because you, you just get sucked into that uh-huh. hey it's that euphoria man here we go uh, but I wasn't like extraordinarily fast. I was try, I was trying to run at about seven thirties mm-hmm. and I was going maybe at about seven fifteen, seven twenties. Yeah. And, and I was feeling all right. And for the first three or four well seven, eight miles, that's cool. But it'll tax you a wee bit later on. Uh, but you I, mentioned you mentioned your twenty twenty two splits, half marathon and marathon. What was your twenty twenty three? I was one thirty six and something for the half and then one forty six for the the second half. So, I'd be happy with that. Man. Aye, all right. Still more a drop off than I'd, I'd like to know. The um, holy grail of negative splits is, is still. Yeah, yeah. But taking into account what we've discussed already, the yeah. heat, the no taking the gels, that these could be the things. Yeah. Well, not, maybe know the answer, but they could contribute to that as well. I love I love when we get all this information that we can process and think, right, what if this, what if that, and put that into practice and one of your next ventures that will come to you later. Now, 
there's been a few times you've mentioned, we've spoken about jails quite a bit. I was at work last week and I got approached for the side, for the Balingary boat, right? Now, we spoke about the Balingary boat, John Beveridge, for those who have heard that term for the first time. Yeah. We, we spoke about the Balingary boat and his experience in Amsterdam when he turned up without any gels. And he was very kindly assisted by a, a runner from PH Racing Club. Yeah. Um, and the Balingri Bo informed me he was going to Malaga. Did you chance upon John anywhere? Met him in Glasgow Airport, departure lounge. Oh, brilliant. Same, same flight. Him and John's a Kinross Roadrunner. Um, he was travelling over on the Friday away. A uh, lad for PH Racing Club, Alan McGowan. Fantastic. Brilliant, man. Awesome. John, and meet the lads. The lads meet the Balingri Bolt. Alan, meet Obdi. Let's talk about running. Isn't that great, though? Can you, we've all got, we, I suppose we're all at times that guy or gal that just all we want to talk about is running. Mm. But you could be some folk and they do want to talk about running to you. But seeing you're going to on a trip like Why? that, it's oh. just paradise, man. Uh, isn't it? It's adrenaline score. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all going off. It is all going on. Aye, uh, brilliant, man. So aye, eh? the Bowingry Boat. Bowingry Boat, two hours, 57 minutes. Brilliant, man. He's... Had a great year as well, wasn't he? He was talking to me about maybe about half marathons. Maybe that's something we can talk about later on. You know, that's maybe a different thing as well. But but he's he's been quite consistent with his marathon times, John, hasn't he? Just fantastically consistent and level he did and an inspiration. Yeah. To me, to to loads of other mm-hmm. lads as well. So when I was talking to him Dana, John. Yeah, definitely. When I was talking to John, we were talking in uh, an area of a council building and one of the other staff members was there. She's signed up and she's doing London Marathon next year. And you could just tell that John's wanting to support her and encourage her and any sort of negative doubts. He was saying, ah, but what about this? What about that? You know, and that, that's that's John's vibe. He's supportive of everybody and a great... You're right, he's an inspiration for people that uh, that run. But how... That was the thing about, I was talking about gels because John John did have that uh, gel or lack of gel experience in Amsterdam. I'm sure he was all prepared for Malaga, was he? He was he all was. He was, yep. He had, I think, everything in order um, and he's had an arc another great morning out and then managed to catch up with him in the the evening time yeah. and that was a thrill as well a bit of rehydration time oh aye there was hundreds of that yeah any other notable menches there is there is and i don't want to miss any video so i scribbled them all down so head on to your seats okay yeah jerry and paul are in cumbernauld Amateur Athletics Club, although they're no amateurs at lots of things, especially no drinking. So, 
they were um, they they had a few of their club mates over as well, and they were all doing the half. Ross McEachern, Stevie Allen, and Derek Martin. Um, I think Stevie and Derek both managed to pop something. Um, in terms of muscles and had to, to drop it, but they weren't too bothered by that. And mm-hmm. um, the uh, and Ross finished in good time. He's one twenty seven as well. He's got some running CV behind him. Um, so so that was great to spend some time in their company again because I'd met them last year. And then I had the pleasure of meeting the rest of the travelling party who were with the Belingri Bolts entourage. Oh, okay. Because they'd all jetted in on the Saturday, and like John and Alan had arrived on the um, Friday. So Scott Strachan, Kinross Roadrunner, and then P- other other PH Racing guys, Alan McGowan's club mates, Stuart Meekle, John, John Cassell's right beverage, John's ah. cousin, mm-hmm. Martin McNellis, and Phil Waring. That's some crew, man. Brilliant. So I met, I managed to meet all of them. Um, in fact, I think it was Phil that I met on, on was it, did I meet him on the finish line? I mean, I met one of them on the finish line. He was absolutely buzzing and he watches, watches, listens to the podcast and watches. Um, and I got a, a wee kid chat with him. He was, he was high, quite rightly so. He'd, he'd nailed a great time. Um, so, aye. And then, after the marathon, we regrouped in a pub just at twenty-five and a half miles on the route, and it oh, was that perfect. It was that magic thing or oh, cheering on folk who were coming in. Mm. Ken, we've done it before, John. We know how yeah. epic that is, especially when you've got your medal already clutched in your hand, and you've got a wee pint of some, and Aye. you're in the sunshine, and there's folk still trickling in, trickling by and they're, they're, they're gubbed and you're able to make a wee connection with them and get them running again and stuff like that. So we were standing there doing it and as we were doing it, other people were joining in because it was quite busy and there was a table next to us for a Dutch boys who'd, who'd ran the marathon and they were getting in. So the decibel level was rising and there was a couple of lads from Greenock Glen Park Harriers who yeah. had, had sourced us, um, Sam McVicker, and Alan O'Rourke, both of them had run the half marathon. So they'd been home and changed and were looking dapper. Aye. Aye. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they were there waiting on Campbell McFarlane. Campbell was doing the full. So Campbell was doing the big race. Um, and Campbell come round the corner, maybe about 150 metres from where we were standing. And they're like, ah, there's Campbell. And the whole street starts, Campbell, Campbell. Campbell, Brilliant, Campbell. Man. and you see Campbell's body language changing as he got nearer <laughs> us and realised what was happening, and he ended up doing a wee pirouette and all in front of us, he went to looking like he had no running ability left in him to, to get him perked up a wee bit, um, so I, I was, uh, Alan and Sam, we were able to spend a bit of time with them too, um, and, and that was um, another treat, so right. and, and still see... the Scottish club out there getting represented and it's great if I've missed anybody I've still got to get to a few others if I've missed anybody that I met or come and said hi to us I'm really really sorry it's only because I've inadvertently forgotten or something like that didn't take offence and I know Greenick I see a lot of the Greenick Harrier stuff on social media but we can't we can't discount that supercharge you get 
from people shouting your name. Well, well, you get it for folks shouting your name, but to have, to have a crowd chanting your name, absolutely phenomenal. It almost, turns, almost turns into like a football chant, doesn't it? You know? It does. And that's what we're saying. It's almost like it is marathon ultras a thing that's needed. Kind of wee section oh, at yes. 25 and a half miles. Yes. You know, when you've got, you know, a kind of coordinated, let's get the drums here. going and all oh, that, man. Brilliant. <laughs> So we, we became the sort of marathon ultras at this 25. And then John oh, yeah. and Frank then caught up with us and they were high and they got involved and they were having a pint and then getting into it. And they were, everybody was loving it. So, um, yeah, Campbell was the main benefactor amongst about another you know, thousand folk. Um, <laughs> it was great. Fantastic, um, man. Yeah. And then lastly, the lads who had tried to catch up with on the Sunday night, but things unraveled on the Sunday night quite quickly <laughs> just because you know I'll, we'll see you there we'll know oh no I can't remember where I was type thing um, so we managed to catch up on the airport and we had a wee flight delay on the way home which turned out to be a wee bonus because we got a couple of extra um, couple of extra hydration opportunities um, met yes. Dave Shaw Dave Shaw ah. Recent oh, yeah. guest had been over at Run Raha, um, and he was um, with Chris Sutherland and Loudon Robertson, um, and Chris had done the half and got a PB. Dave had done a sub three, and Loudon had done like let's say like a three fifty marathon or something like that. And he was also ecstatic, so it was great to meet those lads as well. And then they had a lad with him, and I totally forgot his name, and I'm sorry about that. But he was also good crack. <laughs> hey man, you've rattled off a good few names here. Oh, all right. Definitely fantastic, man. They're a good uh, sure. it just shows you though, it's not just what you've just summed up there, Stephen, and thank you for this. It's not just about going and running a marathon or a half marathon. It's about the contacts you make, it's about the people you make and the relationships that you have with folk. Um, it's that it's that running community. Isn't it? So, and I love that we play a wee part in that and give them folk a shout out. And hopefully they'll go away and be telling their families and their pals, hey, listen to this. Mm. You know, so it's a and great way to chart it. It is. And it's just, it adds to what we do, John. Do you know, to know that, you know, there's people coming and saying hi to me because of this podcast. And they're just, mm. do you know, they're thankful of what we're doing and what we're putting out there and the, you know, the content that we're, we're and yet we do it and we love it. So it's, there's no hardship yeah. for us, so we're not going to stop. But it's it's really special when somebody acknowledges it and you know so and, special. And you make that little personal connection, um, yeah. and and you get a wee selfie or whatever with them, um, just to hear that wee moment in time, kind of in your Google Drive. And you and you're making memories, man. You, you know, and you're sharing things on like Strava. You know, and getting comments and likes with folk yep. on Strava, and you're giving it, and you you give it. And you receive it. So it's oh, brilliant. I was, it's, it's I, a was shake, I was shake to kudos in like a madman Sunday night. Oh, guaranteed. I was, I was getting all the kudos given to everybody that I'd run with. So I was, I shake, rattle and roll. Brilliant, man. It was great. Brilliant. No, a great trip. And I would highly, like I said last year, highly recommend it. It's, I think it's open now for next year. And it's like 39 euros for the marathon. Some of the mags. And I noticed as well that um, we must have followed the Malaga Marathon Instagram. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a brilliant account, absolutely brilliant account. There's loads of 
good interaction and it's very well managed so yeah. fair play to them as well it seems like oh well, I've not spoke about your fishy t-shirt man probably my favourite t-shirt I've seen this year I don't know how much the fishy t-shirt's been on our socials because I, I was I'm, I'm signing out our socials because I could have you know, done something inadvertent when I was <laughs> well oiled I always say <laughs> So I decided I'll no bother. But aye, the fishy t-shirt, the fish nationar t-shirt this year was um, had a wee bit of Argentina Messi vibes to it. It was absolutely stunning. And you ended up, and then I've seen photographs of you on a beach run on the Monday. Was that a t-shirt or a vest? So there was a lot of things available, obviously. Yeah, well, you got you got the option of oh, a vest or a t-shirt for your marathon t-shirt. And I was like, I've got tons of t-shirts. I'll I'm going to take the vest. I say that, I said I'll take the vest and I got home and opened it and they'd give me a t-shirt. Uh, but Jerry, kindly, had got a vest and decided, I think he lied. He decided that he wanted a t-shirt, but I think he lied. He's that kind of guy, he's a good uh, guy, man. He's a good uh, guy. So I was so, thankful for that. So. so all in all, a good trip, fruitful, successful. It's too early I, maybe to say, maybe is it, how, how are your legs now? They're all right. They're all right. They weren't as trashed on Monday. You know, they mm-hmm. weren't they weren't as trashed as they felt after Chicago. So I felt I reached that goal of better in my time in Chicago. So it was eight minutes better. Mm-hmm. And but I've crucially I've done it more comfortably. Well, it's comfortably. It's all relative because there was a, yeah, yeah. a mile, I think mile twenty three was maybe particularly comfortable. But I managed to kind of refined my groove a wee bit, albeit at a bit of a lower pace. Um, and I finished feeling stronger. I finished feeling more like myself. And, yeah, and that good. was progression. And I, I managed to knock 22 seconds off my time for last year. 3.22.53 this Brilliant. year. So 22 seconds. You know, it's it's almost a second a mile. Fantastic, man. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey. <laughs> It's well, brilliant, because I, I remember when your time came through, it was 3.22.59, and I'm going, oh, I love that he's dipped under that line, man, and 3.22.59, but your actual time was 3.22.53, because it's that like give and that. take, isn't it? Aye, so, because it's race time versus chip time and, yeah, and whatnot, yeah. but no, it's um, a great experience, great company, great crack, and um, I, if I could do it every weekend, I would, but there's, there's other priorities in life. <laughs> there are. There are. Wait, <laughs> Just a couple. Have you had the chance to think about a song? I do. Might... Okay, what would you like oh, to God, add into the LaBeouf Puff Collection Volume 6, Stevie Park? Is a song that I think I was listening to it when I was already when I was out on the roof terrace. <laughs> oh, that's another thing you like. One minute you're at minus two in Scotland and the next thing you're sitting on a roof terrace in December in Spain, it's like, you know, that's all day me. But the song is, it's called Weekend in Paradise. Okay, who's the artist? It is Jamie Webster. Didn't he care at all, man? Well, that's what I was hoping for. And I love new music. I know you do. I love new music. So that's brilliant. Yeah. Thank you very much. And that's we should also say part of the unawards we're asking listeners to nominate a song yeah. for the playlist. So there's a wee hook for you as well. If you've not had a wee look at the form, you go and do that. So we've 
We shall get a weekend in paradise added to the playlist. It maybe already is. I don't know. It maybe already not is. Not yet. It's not yet, but it's okay. going to be in three, two, one. It's on. Boom. It's landed. Fantastic. Okay. So I'm going to say thank you very much for the Malaga Marathon update. It sounds like you've had a fantastic time, not just on the course, but with your pals and making new pals and... Um, the running's just secondary to the actual aye, of course. value at all, but it's a, yeah. a means to an end. Brilliant, man. So thank you. We did say season nine. We've said that all through season nine, it's going to be different. This has been different again. Um, <clears throat> and we're going to be different again very soon too when we do the other wars. But for now, Stephen, I will say thank you, senor, and adios. Thank you, John. The wheels are falling off, it all shows signs of ending You've had enough food hours but you carried on pretending Your shoes have lost their shine, the combo's lost its pace So now you're in a taxi feeling feelings of disgrace You've never got no money cause of all the times you lend Was it a pointless three day bender or a weekend in paradise my friend? The spring is in the step of by the afternoon There's a feeling sweeping through the air All the lads are on the blower, they'll be finishing soon In your mind you're already prepared I'll phone him off the sugar, then I'll phone our kid Cause he'll cover it till I get paid Then you're out with all the fame and you're off your lid Only confident, never afraid The night goes to a close and now there's nowhere to go you turn and look at one of your mates There's a lad he knows from where can he lives alone So it's more sugar than a couple of crates Well is it one of the times where it's all worthwhile when you rather scream Or is it bending your bridges at both ends Same old scene since you were 17 Oh now the wheels are falling off it all shows signs of ending You've had enough for hours but you carried on pretending Your shoes have lost the shine, the combo's lost its pace So now you're in a taxi feeling feelings of disgrace You've never got no money cause of all the times you lend Was it a pointless three day bender Or a weekend in paradise my friend So can handle it no some will do it forever Spend your weeks walking round with your head to the floor No time for the news or the weather Your first pint on a Friday Your last gin on a Sunday morning It all creeps up on you in between No reasons why, no early warning if it's one of the times where it's all worthwhile And you'd rather scream, that's alright Or is it bending your bridges at both ends Same old scene since you were 17 Oh now the wheels are falling off It all shows signs of ending You've had enough for hours but you carried on pretending Your shoes have lost the shine, the convo's lost its pace So now you're in a taxi feeling feelings of disgrace You've never got no money cause of all the times you lend Was it a pointless three day bender 
For a weekend in paradise, my friend